How's it going, everybody? This is Joe, the founder of the Renaissance Man Network and the Renaissance Man Podcast. I'm the host of that. I wanted to share with you the intentions for this podcast and lead you into the content so that you know exactly what to expect and what to focus on. I want to help people live like a Renaissance man. Now, and nowadays, people either tend to be uh, a little bit okay at everything or without direction, or they tend to be super focused on one particular career. But the art of being a Renaissance man, free to do whatever he likes, but dedicating his life to the mastery of several things, and understanding that self-development it has an infinite ceiling. That art has been lost, and so I want to help get that back into the world where people can become great mathematicians, become great uh, athletes, become great um, um, craftsmen, become great travelers, become great writers, become great at many things that inspire and make you feel uh, uh, like a capable and well-rounded man. Um, Self-actualize. There are values that I hold dear to my heart and that I hold dear to being the the ideal of being a renaissance man, which is living with a sense of passion and curiosity and a hunger for growth, experiences, and knowledge. So I interview people that do these things. I interview people that that are good at something where I can share the things they're good at. I also talk about these values on discussion episodes. So please go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already, or if you would like to hear the content to see if you want to subscribe, I totally understand. And you can listen to it and then decide afterwards. It's your choice. Um, And that is one of the easiest ways to support the podcast. Without further ado, here is today's episode. How's it going, folks? It's Joe, your host of the Renaissance Man podcast. I'm sorry I have not posted in a while. Um, that's on me, to be quite honest. I'm changing up a little bit of the focuses in my life, and where I am is evolving. So, in the process, I've let some things go, which is unfortunate. But here I am, and here I am in your ear, on your speakers in a stadium full of millions of people listening. Wherever this is playing, I'm here, and I'm sorry that I uh, let a little bit of that go. I know you guys miss me, but I'm back. So, I wanted to share some interesting ideas about what would you do for a Klondike bar. Now, I'm curious. I want you guys to think what you would do with, for a Klondike bar. And I don't mean... The advertisement-wise, I mean legitimately. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Think about it. By Klondike bar, those of you who don't know, it is an ice cream sandwich. An ice cream sandwich that is great advertising. On the radio, you hear, what would you do for a Klondike bar over and over everywhere, and it's kind of annoying. But... It's also catchy and also sticks in your mind. It's become a social trope. It's very, very memeable, very spreadable. It's definitely spreadable. So what would you do for a Klondike bar? And if you think about that, and you're able to come up with an understanding of 
what you would do for other things. It's just an idea, really. So I don't know if what you what you came up with. For me, I would pay however much the store wanted for it if I really wanted it. I'm sure they wouldn't charge an obscene amount. You know, if somebody was asking four thousand dollars for the Klondike bar, I probably wouldn't. It's just fucking stupid. But I would probably pay $2 or maybe $3 for it. And then that's it. And then I would eat it and be happy. If I really wanted it. What would you do? You think of whatever you want. I mean, you might have a different price, I'm sure. Some of you, if you're super hungry, might steal it. Um, you know, might ask your friend for it. You might put yourself in a situation where it's free. I don't know, you might not want it at all. You might not really want it. And for me, I'm actually going into a... I'm cutting out sugar for my life. Um, so so I'm actually not um, going to be in a position where I would eat it anytime soon. But if I wanted to eat it, it would, I would pay 2 or $3 for it. Okay, cool. So that's, that's out of the way. Now, this is the Renaissance Man podcast. I've decided that I don't need to necessarily just speak to men because a passionate life is important for everyone. Now, I might speak about men's issues from time to time, and you're welcome to listen, you know, whether you're a guy or a girl. I don't really care. Um, but just to let you know that this is open to uh, men and women as long as you're motivated and as long as you have a vision of living a life that you enjoy that's fulfilling and sustainable. And that's all I care about. Sure, I will be talking about men's issues sometimes, and you're going to have to deal with that if you don't like that, because if you don't like that, screw you, actually. Don't listen to my podcast. If you don't care, if you don't, if you aren't comfortable listening to men's issues, then that's your problem, because men are people too, and the better men we have in the world, the better, uh, the, you know, the better they will be for themselves, the more passionate and fulfilled they will be, and the, the better they'll treat others, and will actually create better relationships in their lives, which suits the women in their lives too so that's also a thing um so so don't don't you dare say that that i'm i'm hurting the world by helping men that's that's something that i know a lot of feminists and weird angry people believe but honestly they're the minority and they're probably not listening to this podcast anyway so i'm just babbling and ranting at this point and i should probably be quiet so i'm going to do that um but to go further what would you do for 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 a lover what would you do for a lover think about that think about that what would you do for a lover if you have no lover if you're lonely what would you do and some people would sacrifice a lot more in their life than they would for a um Klondike bar I know men go to dating seminars that cost thousands of bucks um some dating product, Tinder Plus, is like, Tinder Gold is like 15 a month, uh, Bumble Plus, or whatever, Boost, or I don't know what it's called, I think it's Bumble Plus, that's like $10 a month, um, I personally, uh, did some training and improvement on myself in that realm, and probably paid, I probably paid at least $1,000, um, in coaching, uh, which actually isn't even that much, People charge much, much more. And I mean coaching specifically for um, for for dating um, and self-improvement. And then I also realized that some of it's good, some of it's bad, and I helped, I, I learned a little bit more about what's good and what's bad, trying it all out. Um, and that's, 
that's that I would I sacrifice a lot more because it was more meaningful for me to be able to uh, date and get the dating life and sex life and love life I wanted. It's much more important for me than a Klondike bar. I, I was willing to give up a lot more for it. Right. So what would you give up for a lover? Would you give up your dreams, your ambitions? I hope not. I really hope not, because those should be more valuable than your lover. But I'm also curious, you know, if you would, then if that's where you are, then that's where you are. Would you give up some of your friendships? Now, I also hope you don't do that, because that's not really the healthiest way to go. But if you would, you would. And there's no shame in understanding where you are right now and, and then being open to learning better ways to live life. Um, so what would you give up for a lover? For me, I would give up effort and time in putting myself in situations where I would meet somebody that I think would be good. So I would give up a lot of mental energy, I'd give up a lot of time, and I'm willing to give up money for dates and, uh, and you know, putting a little extra effort in my style, etc. I don't mind giving up those things in pursuit of dating. That's totally fine for me. That's cool. What would you give up for money? What would you give up to never have to worry about a bill again? What would you give up to be doing what you love all the time without, without um, thinking about a job or needing a job or doing anything you don't want to do, right? What would you give up for that? Now, I know a lot of people give up their whole lives for money. There are many people who do that, make millions and billions, but give up everything else. There are a lot of people who give up um, their relationships because they work a lot for money. Some people give up their bodies for money. Some people give up their health for money. Um, a lot of people give these things up for money, and um, they don't know what boundaries to make when it comes to money. And they don't, also don't know how to make it without sacrificing these things. And that's another interesting idea, is what wouldn't you give up? You know, what, what pain are you willing to take in pursuit of your goals? And what is more important to you than your goals? Because what's more important to you than your goals is going to be... Is going, you should have things that are more important than money. I mean, money shouldn't be the most important thing. And there's nothing absolutely wrong with being rich. And in fact, there's a, there's a lot right with being abundant and rich. But the thing is, that's kind of the opposite, actually, of putting money on a pedestal. If you put money on a pedestal then it's greater than everything else in your life. Now, that's not where money is supposed to be. Money is supposed to be abundantly flowing into your life, but that means you're not going to think about it. Um, episode 6, Frank Sasso told me, and I don't remember if it was on the podcast or off, but he said, I think it was both, actually. He said, "You, the only people who think about money are those who don't have it. And it's so true. Think about it. If you're healthy, do you ever worry about your health? Do you ever think about your health? I mean, if you're a worrier, then that's an issue. That's a different story. But do you ever think about your health? You're healthy. You're fine. You know? Do you ever think about it? You might think about maintaining the healthy. You might think about how much you like being healthy. But do you ever think about, really, do you ever, like, does it ever nag you? Probably not. And maybe a little bit, but not nearly as much as if you're sick. If you're sick, all you think about is your health. Now, why is that? Because that's what's preventing you from enjoying your life. You're looking at the obstacle in front of you thinking, how do I get around this? And it's the same thing. It's the same thing with money. Those who don't have it look at the obstacle in front of them and are like, how do I get around this? But those who have it understand 
how to get it and understand the mindset around it. The mindset, oh my God, mindset is very important. Now, it's not the only important thing. Action is extremely important and also self-analysis and you know, figuring out what patterns you have, patterns of behavior, some unconscious things, and also upping your skill in the market. Depends. If you're looking to make money from investments, if you're looking to make money from a skill, if you're looking to make money uh, from a business, there are a lot of platforms to make money, and each one of them needs a different strategy um, in order to succeed in making money that way. So it's definitely not one size fits all. And the same mindset will not necessarily succeed in every single way that you make money. But what, you know, if that's not, that can't be the most important thing to you. It can't supersede the enjoyable life. Money is really a ticket to your enjoyable life, to what you want. You know, whether that's a nice apartment, shoes, shirt, laptop, you know, trip. Money is what enables you to have these things. That's all that it does, and that's all that it's for. Otherwise, it doesn't really mean anything. You know, otherwise it's just it's just numbers. And some people get lost in those numbers, sacrifice themselves to those numbers. But what do those mean for you? Well, it should mean freedom. You know, money for a lot of people is freedom. Money means freedom. For me, that's what money means. It's the freedom to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Freedom to buy my time back. Not just the freedom to buy my time back. It's the freedom to... Um, to, 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 to get food that I want, you know, it's the freedom to, to go where I want, when I want, but the thing is, you only think about it when you want, uh, when you need it, and when you don't need it, you don't think about it. Now, there's a guy that I know, he's a a coach, he's a business coach, and I had a couple sessions with him, uh, great, effective guy, and he's very mindset-oriented And one of the things he's done was he takes people who are, um, who are, how do I say this? He takes people who, he, 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 he likes to shake up, one of the tools he uses is to shake up the person's pattern. And one of the things he did, and honestly, I don't know if this was him or this was somebody else, but I think it was him. He took one of his clients and he made them buy the most expensive. No, actually, I think I'm confusing this with Tony Robbins. I think Tony Robbins. Anyway, well, some some coach was talking about how what you buy is a pattern with your money. And if you buy the cheapest stuff, well, that's often the cheapest quality. And it, of course, it's not always the cheapest quality, but it's often. You know, it's more cheap. There's more low, low quality in the cheap stuff. And there's more high quality and the more expensive stuff. Now it's not 100. percent Some of the high qual, some of the high expensive stuff is shitty quality, and some of the low qual, low cost stuff is high quality. But it's usually not that way. On average, cost is pretty well correlated with quality. So he 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 said that you know some people go to the grocery store and and ask themselves, well, how can I get? What's the cheapest way I can get this, right? And he was talking about one person who goes to the grocery store and on purpose buys the most expensive thing because it was it was high quality. And the highest quality it was, the higher quality it was, the more expensive it was, was her rationalization. So she would just buy the most expensive stuff. She was able to do that every time because that was her standard. That was her comfort zone. But when you're used to one way of living and you go in the other way, it's uncomfortable because you're getting out of your pattern. And so that was a really fascinating idea 
because I know that I have a pattern of trying to buy cheap stuff and I feel guilty when I try to buy things that are more quality and I asked myself why, right? And the reason was when I grew up, my dad would buy the cheapest stuff and this is extremely common and even in people that are very, very rich, this is still common. It's, you know, it's your value is to not waste money. There's not necessarily anything, um, anything wrong about this. There's nothing necessarily wrong about buying the cheapest stuff, but some people feel obligated to out of a sense of pattern. And really their life would improve a lot more if they learned not to care so much about money and to trust in it coming. Um, and I mean this from a mindset perspective, not a woo-woo perspective that means nothing, but a mindset perspective. A lot of people who practice NLP, um, which I know some people think that's a pseudoscience, but I've, I've, it's, I've seen it work in my own life. And there's, um, I would, I would, I'm curious to see the, the studies that were done about that. Um, but if you take your, um, if you, if you trust in your ability to, to earn the money that you need and you trust in your in the in 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 the presence of money you trust in the abundance of money in your life and and you can't do this without action you, you have to of course take action to to obtain that you can't just fucking lay lay down and do nothing and you're not going to lay down and do nothing you're going to take action towards it um then you'll find that there's a lot more money in your life than you think it's kind of like how a lot of guys they don't really they're not very great with girls and um, then in one moment, they become great with girls um, because they, freak, they just stop caring and they just say what they want, they say what they mean. They're no longer sacrificing uh, their true selves in order to get girls. They're, be they're becoming their true selves whether or not they have girls because they learn that they shouldn't rely on girls for a sense of validation, right? And that's very healthy. Um, and, some, and when you do that with money, this is something that I'm starting to experience in my life. When you do that with money, when you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to buy the most expensive thing even though I don't necessarily have much in my bank account, you make it happen and you realize there's a lot more sources of money than you thought. And that's a change in mindset. That's opening your, 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 your mind up to the possibility of, the world, of your worldview being wrong about how much money there is in the world and you see more opportunities that way. And it's, it's somewhat magical. I mean, it feels magical. It's not. You can explain it with psychology, but you, it feels magical. Um, I thought. I hope this was enlightening for you. Uh, I know one of the huge blocks to a lot of people is um, is there is money, and I don't want that to be a block for you. I want you to be able to make the choices you want to make, um, and understand that the money's gonna come when you need it. So I wish you the best, and I'm going to let you guys go and uh, publish this episode. Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. In the earlier episodes, I put all of these sponsored ads at the end. In the newer episodes, they're in the middle. So if you're listening to one where it's split, some of the content before and some of the content after, uh, stay tuned and your content will come right after these messages. Otherwise, thanks for listening and please listen further to help figure out how you can help the podcast grow. Number one way, subscribe. Wherever you are listening to this, hit the subscribe button either with your finger or the mouse 
or if it's the future and everything is mind controlled, do so with your mind. That way I can attract better uh, sponsors and earn more money from the sponsors that I have so I can get better content and go to better conferences. I am right now about to go to CES. For each two-hour conference or so, I tend to get about four interviews. That means people that I contact that I actually record and that we continue to uh, publish an episode. I contact more, but in the end, I get about four. Now, this is going to be four days, and this four-day experience is going to probably net me at least 20 interviews. Now, when it comes to other ways to support the podcast, email list is one way to support. Go to the Renman Network. What you will get is exclusive content right to your inbox. You also get to stay on top of the developments of the Renaissance Man Network. And you get to stay accountable in your journey of becoming a Renaissance Man by being reminded of Renaissance Man values and challenges that I will put out to the email list. Another way you can help yourself, oh, let me just circle back. The way you sign up to the email list is therenmannet.work slash uh, nothing, actually. Therenmannet.work is T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K. And either click on join the newsletter or a pop-up will come up and you can just put your information in there. Now, another way is to get a journal. That is a hand-bound journal. I bind the cover of the journal with leather or another cloth. You get to choose if I have other cloths available. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But either way, I have full leather, real leather covers available. Leonardo da Vinci had one of my hand-bound journals, one of the best Renaissance men out there. And the best way to cultivate self-awareness is to have a journaling habit. I did that for three years straight, missed only one day during those thousand plus days. I will share exercises where you read one. Sorry. I will share exercises where you need one. I wrote a script for myself and I can't really tell my own writing. I share exercises where you will need one. Need a journal and a journal also doubles as a sketchbook if you're looking to use it for artwork. You can get that at the store at therenmannets.org slash store. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot w-o-r-k slash s-t-o-r-e and as of now they are fifty dollars there are some uh, if you become a patron you get a free coupon for that so um to to segue right into that if you want to support the podcast on a financial basis what you can do is become a patron it's at patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot c-o-m slash the renman network t-h-e-r-e-m sorry r-e-n M-A-N-N-E-T-W-O-R-K. And any, anywhere from 5 to to 100 or more dollars a month, what that will do is that will allow me to do this for more of my time, I'll pay for my time. I will be able to buy better recording equipment, and I will be able to go to better conferences like the one I'm going to next week. Now, I thank you for listening to these, uh, these sponsored messages by my, uh, for my, my projects. And... I encourage you to support this podcast in any way you can. Subscribe, uh, sign up to the newsletter, buy yourself a journal, do yourself a favor for your own development, and support the podcast. Allow me to create better content for you by going to our Patreon. Uh, Without further ado, here is our sponsor for this episode.
And that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Just to remind you of some ways you can support the podcast. First of all, subscribe. Second of all, you can um, you can join the email list. That's at therenmanet.work, T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T.W-O-R-K. Click on join the newsletter. You can also buy a journal that's on the shop at the Renman Network. So therenmanet.work slash shop, or sorry, slash store, S-T-O-R-E slash store. And also you can support the podcast on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash the Renman Network, T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T-W-O-R-K. Hope that you enjoy yourself and stay tuned for the next episode.